everybody, we're live with the Savage Gentleman podcast. I have my good friend, Demarcus Johnson. Demarcus is an Army veteran. You were in the 82nd? No, I was in 7th Special Forces Group, and I was in the 19th Special Forces Group. Oh, I thought you were airborne. I am airborne. Well, which airborne? Oh, my God, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> Army vet and and... Fun fact, you guys may recognize um, probably a smaller version of DeMarcus way back when he used to fight in the UFC at 170, man. Yeah, seriously. That was a lifetime and a whole body ago. Dude. Not that guy no more. You know what's amazing, though? It's amazing because this this is like your natural state. Like, before you started training, you were, you were yeah, I not s- quite as built, but about this size. And then you got, and then you made your career at 170, and now you're back up to, like, close to 270 right yeah so i mean it's one of those things where there's a i don't know it's just a weird weird kind of change of chain of events that have kind of taken place but i mean for the most part i mean i've gotten lack of a better term i've gotten out of the game with my health for the most part yeah I mean, I, no, I've you're had, pretty healthy, man. You can still move, and yeah, and you're not too punchy. Not, yeah. Well, I guess depends on who you ask. <laughs> check with Emily. Well, but, yeah, we mm. won't ask. We won't ask your old lady. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll leave the ladies out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Demarcus has spent quite a lot of time, and you know, it's interesting. I think I might have got my my guests mixed up where because we're bringing Sean on for the fight like a savage, but the problem is Sean doesn't drink. Sean O'Connell is a recent PFL world champion at yeah. light heavyweight um he's gonna be coming on soon and he fights like a savage but he doesn't drink at all you fight like a savage probably you're probably more savage than anybody i know i thanks i think maybe uh, i i don't know i was just a long time ago something kind of profound was told to me at the time by one of my special forces buddy friends and it was he said surround yourself with killers and don't let yourself be the weakest one in the room and That's sound advice man and from that like i just kind of kept that in the back of my brain while i was getting shaken around by all <laughs> kinds of savages so <clears throat> yeah because you i mean you you had the distinguished honor of training with some of the like hardest ass dudes to ever step foot in the octagon yeah i mean you cut your teeth with like like the baddest dudes on the planet yeah like part of the issue i guess with the game now and not even to really sound old because i don't view myself as like old school but a lot of people are worried about you know taking this fight or you know who they train with Mm -hmm. and I guess I was just too dumb to really care. So yeah, you you kind of got thrown to the wolves, as, as Jeremy tells it. Like your very first fight right out of the gate, like they threw you in. It was a tournament, right? Uh, no, that was my third fight. My very first fight was against a dude named Paul Purcell, and he had like twenty something fights, and I was like a legit nice. zero like, and like, zero. Like day one, like hey, you've been training for a couple months. You're pretty tough. Here you go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Jeremy Horn. Yeah. Five, <laughs> five months in. Five months in. Jeremy was like, "You want to fight?" I was like, "Sure." And we flew out. Uh, I fought Paul. It was a super fast fight. It was like 
I hit him, he fell down, he hit me, I fell down. Then I hit him, he hit me, I fell down, grabbed a single, fight was over. <laughs> and like, oh, well, crap. Yeah, <laughs> funny enough, the single was on the ref, not him. Yeah, That's well, the catch. <laughs> Did well, not specify. And then, like, I guess where Jeremy kind of knew I was a savage, since we're speaking on savagery, uh -huh. I got back into the locker room by myself. And Jeremy's back there because he was the main event. And I take my mouthpiece out and my fucking tooth comes out in my mouthpiece. And I just look at it and I'm like, eh, well, well, there goes that the, one. Get the next one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and, and, and to put that in perspective, right, because I don't know that people can, you know, ha have have a way of judging. Right. But 20 fights is 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 a lot. I mean, that's how many fights I have. And I've been doing this for, for almost 10 years now. Now, granted, I've been a little bit more selective. Um, my, my coaches were maybe were, were a little bit more tentative <laughs> when, when they were finding fights for me to, to start right off the bat. But eventually it gets to that point where it's like, hey, man, you can't really pick and choose. You fight whoever shows up <laughs> and you might be prepared. You might not. You, know, you can't you fight any more sixth graders. I know. Like, I know. It's a shame. I really I did well, man. I was undefeated <laughs> my against, mid, in middle school. My problem was I was a fat sixth grader, so uh, I had to fight men anyway. You, you had to fi fight up a few <laughs> weight classes and age brackets. Um, you know, and, and, and we're, we're, we'll talk a lot about fighting in this because that, that's kind of what we know. But I, I want to circle back to something that, that you mentioned that I think we miss out on today um, in this day and age is that idea of surrounding yourself with, you know, quality men. I mean, in, in special forces, the, the advice was surround yourself with killers. And if you have access to that, I would definitely recommend it. But the idea of not being the weakest link, man, I, I, I really like that. Like, I think too many people are okay with bringing up the rear. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, as I've kind of moved into this corporate job I'm working, like a lot of it is just You're working for the man now, dude, I got to pay bills, bro. <laughs> Gosh. So a lot of the, uh, just a lot of people are just kind of happy to be there. And, you know, in a way that's kind of a gift and a curse mm -hmm. all in and of itself. But I mean, if you yeah. don't risk anything, you don't get anything. Right. Well, you know, and, and if you think about it, right, if we if we look at like society as a whole, you kind of need you, we need the people that are that are OK with doing, you know, whatever that task is, because um, not everyone can go out and raid and pillage and, and go conquer other territories. Right. If everyone is going and burning down other villages to whatever end. <laughs> right. Your society is going to crumble. So you got to have the people that are there that are really dedicated and committed to building the houses or making the weapons or if whatever. Everybody rapes and pillages. Then, I mean, it's not really. It's, any fun. I mean, that's not really a society at that no. point. That kind of becomes a free for all. And so and, and that's the the idea of bo having both the savages and the gentlemen and, you know, knowing when when to be which. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a time and a place for everything. And you know, we're going to talk a little bit. I'm curious to get your your perspective on drinking like a gentleman because I've seen you I've seen you drink like a savage um, quite a few times. But I think now that we're a little bit older, we're a little bit wiser. Um, Found our limits. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we haven't shut down a bar for a long time. That's oh okay. So here's you know what we can do for this is we can give some examples of what 
not to do. Yeah. How to not drink like a gentleman. Maybe that's the way we. So yeah. Yeah. you want to you, you want to tell the story? Uh, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get you in trouble? I, I don't feel like. I mean, I feel like this story would be. I feel like it's pre- it's a little early to be telling this story. And what do you mean? How do you mean early? So like early many, in the day or early in the night? Six. Yeah. Yeah. See. Well, some people will watch this in the evening. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm trying not to get myself in trouble here. Uh, That's why I'm letting you tell it because I don't, I don't give, want to tell. I don't it. want to give away any secrets. The people are dying to know. Okay, we. I'll set this up. So regular day of training at the gym. Uh, no one has any fights at the moment, so we're just kind of in that in that in between state. We're training regularly, but nothing is is set up for you know we don't have a date set, no contract is signed. So we decide, hey, you know what? Let's go. Let's uh, in between training sessions, right? We did our morning workout. We got our lift on. <laughs> um, we did some training. Hey, let's go grab lunch. Well, where do we go? We go to Lucky Thirteens because they have the best burgers in Salt Lake City, hands best down. Best burgers. In the whole state of Utah. Yes. So there you go. Shout out Lucky 13. Today's podcast brought to you. No. So <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we can get sponsorship. That'd be cool. Maybe. Let's talk to Jimmy. Yeah, we'll see. Jimmy will hook it up. I so, don't even know if he's there, but whatever. All right, We're so, ADD in this. Focus, I know. Sorry. Focus. <sighs> focus. So so we go down. We grab a couple of burgers. And um, our, our good friend, Jake Hune, who is fighting internationally now. Um, he just fought in Siberia. Big He's, ups to Honey Bear. The Honey Bear. The Honey Bear Jake Hune, you guys. Check him out. He's, man, always puts on a show. Super exciting guy. Um, hell of a dude. So he was training with us at the time. We all decide, hey, we're going to go down to Lucky 13s, get some lunch. And what the hell? Let's uh, let's have a couple drinks, right? Yeah, just a couple, just you know. Just a few quick ones. A couple Take quick ones. Take the edge off. Yeah, quick ones with the boys, right? So we have some Ginger and Jameson was on tap and then jameson and jameson and then jameson and jameson and in a matter of i don't know i don't know i had no sense of time but in a couple of hours we were informed that we drank all the jameson in the entire bar in the entire bar they had no more jameson irish whiskey left yeah um to which we decided to move on to Another place. Where did we go from there? We went to go get tattoos. Oh, that's that's right. <laughs> we got yeah. drunk. We wanted to go get tattoos. Yeah, so it was it was game on tattoo time. Everyone was gonna get tattooed. Yep. And um so we got tattoos. <laughs> Everyone but me. I did not yeah, get one. You, you I didn't, punked out. You... So then, <laughs> so then we decided after tattoos we we're gonna get go drink some more. So then we went to another bar. Yep. And um in my mind it's like I don't know, two AM. Yeah. Turned out because we ended up calling my wife to come pick us up, <laughs> and it was like eight thirty at night, and we were just house. Oh my gosh, it was it was bad, like embarrassingly drunk, and that, my friends, is how not, not to drink like a gentleman. Um, don't drink all the Irish whiskey out of the bar. I would say stay within your limits. Just, just. Now, how do you know your limits? Well, first you have to have a night like that, right? And then, you know, after your tattoos and. You wake up the next morning with a strange woman you don't know. You could be like, okay, maybe I went too okay, far. Okay, that was too much. Well, and and that that does bring up a good point. And you know, we're we're kind of we're kind of making light of the situation as we typically do. But there is this idea of testing yourself and knowing where those limits are, so that we can gauge in in other activities, right? So, like, I know how much whiskey it's going to take before it's like, all right, man, I'm not going to be able to win a fist fight. <laughs> like I know, I mean, the reason why the shirt, let me get this microphone out the way. The reason why the shirt says drink like a gentleman 
and fight like a savage because I know full well if I drink like a savage, I'm going to fight like a freaking 10-year-old kid. I was pretty dangerous at 10 years old. Well, I was not. <laughs> and you've, you've no, seen No, I me. definitely wasn't either. You've seen we've we've grappled drunk. You know I don't I don't Yeah. We don't make the best decisions. I know. Drunk. Yeah, that was it was a bad idea, but you've 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 engaged in combat with me while I've been drinking and and I'm nowhere near as I mean I'm not great when I'm sober, but I'm even worse when I'm hammered. It would be awesome to revisit this topic with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> purely from a sense that like sean has been around me from the very beginning mm -hmm. of like fighting local utah shows he was there for the transition of fighting on the ultimate fighter mm -hmm. then he was there when i was fighting in the ufc and he's he's got far more stories he's than i remember about me yeah so. well the thing I and mean, the fun thing about sean is he actually doesn't drink and so he's completely like coherent through everything. So he remembers. He was telling me a story about Liam earlier today when I was talking to him. So yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll yeah. we'll revisit this and we'll um, we'll bring the gentleman and the savage on. But you know, let's let's circle back to the way that that notion of surrounding yourself with savages, you know, and surrounding yourself with killers and not being the worst one. I mean, let's 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 bring that back because I, I really I really like that notion um and, and i think so i mean how are you i guess now the question is how do you apply that to your day-to-day -day now i mean that works as in in the military how did you do that in your fighting i guess first well, of all in in fighting it was kind of uh who you're working with and you know i'm not a fan of cliches or you know iron sharpens iron like it's a good one it's a good one I, it's, man. it's good but I, I hate it we should put that on a shirt yeah we'll, make, we'll, make <laughs> we'll be a, the first ones ever we will make 20 dollars literally shirt. tens of dollars so uh i think everybody even in our sport of you know prize fighting everybody has their own comfort zones whether that's being a jujitsu player or a stand-up guy or, you know, more of like a wrestling dominating controlling style. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have that and they don't want to venture out of that. So because of, you know, because reasons ego. Yeah. Like, well, no one wants to do what they suck at. Like we, yeah. we hate, I, I know personally, and you know, this, this is actually one of the things that you helped me out a lot in my fighting career, if you guys don't know this, Mar DeMarcus and I have worked together quite a bit, and he's he's helped me out a tremendous amount in my fighting, and I'd like to think that maybe I helped him a little, but whatever. With my drinking. With his drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was his drinking coach for a number of years. He went undefeated yeah. Yeah. in drinking. Yeah. Um, no, but, but you really did help kind of push me out of that comfort zone and, like, force me to do the things that I don't want to do because we are notoriously averse to sucking at things. Yes. Yes, we are. And if you suck at fighting, you just have really long days. And <laughs> like nobody wants to spar, you know, a, a prime Joe Riggs. Nobody wants to to grapple a prime Jeremy Horn. Nobody or Matt Hughes. Or Matt Hughes. Ugh. Or Robbie Lawler or any like there's a laundry list of savages that which, I've by the way, my ass yeah, whipped by. I was going to say, which are all guys that you train with in the early days. And I think that's kind of why it's kind of made me 
lack of a better term, the 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 savage gentleman I am is. Is that why you're so salty? I, I'm salty. You want to know why I'm salty? <laughs> Come on, tell me. Bring it on. I'm salty because it's almost like you take the ass whippings with the understanding that you get to give them to somebody else. Yeah, you don't get to. But give them. then somewhere along the line. Nobody told you, but that ain't cool no more. Mm, yeah. And yeah that, ta- ta- the and times be a changing. And then you're just the older brother with a whole bunch of angst. <laughs> Getting grounded for no, oh. you don't even know why. Yeah. You're just sent to your room. Yep. All your toys taken away. No one, no one is going to have any fucking clue what this reference is about. <laughs> They're not going to follow that at all. That's so That's arbitrary. Fine. That's fine. They don't, I mean, but, but no, but there is. Uh, Who is it? Somebody doesn't even know me, so no, I, know, I mean that's I okay. That that was Adam. See, I told you. It's I told cool, you not. I told you not. Oh, to, don't pay attention. Dude, oh, I'm gonna have my to bad. edit this shit out. My bad. That's okay. Sorry, Adam. I'll, See what I'll you did. It, I'll let us. We'll talk to Adam and the guys at the <laughs> end. Okay, we can talk to all these guys then. Right now, I need you to focus. See, I'm this scared. is where sound effects would be awesome. Oh, we have, can put all the, the sound effects shot. we want. Man, I'll put whatever you want in there. You you send me a list. Okay. I can do all kinds of cool so. shit. So getting <laughs> getting back to it, um, but I think that that actually does kind of note the the changing of the guard, right? And and just if we extrapolate this to kind of the society, right, where you grew up in the school of hard knocks, and I think a lot of a lot of men in this day and age came up in that era where it's like, hey man, you took your lick in, and that was just a way of life. And now we've, we've kind of become relatively soft as a society where it's like, Hey, you can't do that. Helmets. Yeah. You wear helmets. The word retard. Can't say that. Can't say, can't say so many good words. And I get in trouble all the time. Not because (laughs) what are you laughing at? (laughs) There's so many words. And the way I was taught, I was like, the only person that gives that word power is the person. Yeah. Like my dad told me a long time ago, because I got, this is just how old school I was raised. Mm -hmm. Like I got called the N word at school. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I didn't even know what it meant. Yeah. I went to my dad, who is a black man. I was like, what does this mean? (laughs) What? Yeah. And he said, he got very stone faced killer. Mm -hmm. And he said, whoever (laughs) said that, punch them in the mouth, no matter what. If, if you get beat up, so be it. We'll handle that mm-hmm. at that time. But yeah. you handle, 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 handle business. Yeah. So, and you can't do that these days. I mean, God forbid you punch somebody in the mouth for, for stepping out of line. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, you really you, you can't anymore. And I think that that's a big major problem where there was a time where, yeah, you, you, you say some shit that you shouldn't say and you're going to get socked one. Well, I feel like. I'm not sure if the word would be masculinity, but it just, I think people as a whole were a little calloused and, and had thicker skin as individuals. Like Mm -hmm. people kind of thought for themselves where now there's kind of this dangerous group thing going Mm -hmm. on and it's so easily and fun to be outraged about something oh yeah i mean people lose their mind over everything now and and i think honestly it's just the pendulum swing right where we were way over here and 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 people were callous and and you could get away with a lot of other stuff and (laughs) 
now now it's gone the complete opposite where everything is offensive everything that anybody says you know there's microaggressions and people need safe spaces and all that and all that kind of stuff and i think hopefully you know we're we're coming back and and maybe we'll experience a time period where we're kind of in the middle because i don't think it's great to be on on either end right where it's like no matter what you you just you just you know people say whatever they want to all the time and and are just being shitheads in general, right? Like that's not great. Yeah, that's not. I, you know, I don't want to be res- around those people, right. but I also don't want to be around all the other people who that are offended, are offended everything. by everything. Yeah. So I mean, you know, in a, in a perfect world, we we sit somewhere in the middle, and maybe we 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 just vacillate a little bit from one side to the other. But you know, right now it seems like we've gone way out of proportion to the everyone is offended by everything all the time. You you, you really and. I don't know. I don't experience it, but I guess you in the corporate world do where it's like, man, you really got to walk on eggshells with what you might say. Yeah. Walk on eggshells is nice way to put it. Uh, I mean, I just don't, I just don't engage. I bet you are a, an absolute HR nightmare. How many times have you gone to HR? (laughs) You know, I have never. How many times have you had to talk to Linda? Nope. Is your Mm -mm. HR person Linda? No, no. Every (laughs) HR person is Linda. We know this. (laughs) So. I, I'm kind of of the, I just don't say much at work. That's probably, I ha- probably I ha- for the best. Anybody who's ever had a conversation with me knows, <laughs> even from the, what, 15 minutes we've been on this podcast, I've yeah. probably offended 47 people. At least. And there's only six watching. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't even know how that's possible. Damn. Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's capable impressive. of great things. Yeah, you really are. I, I mean, you, you underestimate yourself sometimes. Um, You know, it's... And, but that kind of goes back to let, let's let's interplay the the savage and the gentleman idea, right? Where it's like, dude, you're so far savage that you know the only way that you can operate in a gentleman society is just not say anything at all. Yep. And I, I don't know if that's for better or for worse. I mean, I think that that kind of sucks because you know <laughs> you can't be you. And, and man, you've got a you've got a lot of light to bring, right? People are missing out that they don't get to see the real Demarcus. I think. Uh, yeah, a lot of people do miss out, but you know, a lot of people are probably better off. And when the in the reality is, a lot of people can't handle the real Demarcus. Yeah, I mean, I can barely handle the real Demarcus. You're like, what are you like? I was gonna say you're like whiskey. It's and it's just not for everybody. But but maybe you know you're like, you're you're like a really really you're like Bacardi 151 <laughs> oh I it's gotta... like for certain people <laughs> they really like it they're into it right but for other people like it'll damn near kill them yeah and you know I mean damn near killed me <laughs> that's a story for another time <laughs> that's another list uh, of what not to do there's been a few times where you've almost died like actually a lot mm-hmm yeah, I remember. So fun, fun story about Demarcus. Um, Demarcus <laughs> decided. Um, actually, you've done this quite a few times because I I don't Whiskey know why. Whiskey and bad decisions. Whiskey and bad decisions. That's a that's a Ranger up quote there. Um, you decided you were going to cut like un, some ungodly amount of weight in like a absolutely insanely impossible amount of time. Like you were going to do thirty pounds in. 15 days or something no it was 10 days 10 days even better that was the last fight on my contract and that was just again me being stupid yeah of the laundry list of mistakes (laughs) i have made mistakes were made why we got to bring up old shit (laughs) yeah well you know i mean if (laughs) we're we're gonna pick off scabs let's just pick (laughs) off all of them fuck yeah so (laughs) 
So, yes, I agreed to take a fight. Well, I was bullied into kind of taking a fight where I was like, yeah, I'll fight that guy. And then I got on the scales like, oh, I probably shouldn't fight that guy. And then it was like, no, you're fighting that guy. I was like, I can't do that. Ooh, this, and yeah. they're like, do you like fighting in the UFC? And I was like, well, all right. Okay. Now I, this guess, is I guess I could not fight and get cut or <laughs> yeah. I could fight and get cut. Might as well whatever. go out on your shield, right? <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> but, <laughs> I need a new well, shield. And, and that's, but that's one of those things, right? Where like very few people would even attempt attempt that, right? Like that's such a you know far-fetched feat and if you know anything about cutting weight and the fight game i mean trying trying to lose that amount of of weight into someone who is a healthy you know fit individual it'd be one thing if you were to lose 30 pounds now in 10 days you could do that right but at the time when you're fighting at maybe and that's a maybe right um but you know i think that speaks kind of to your your character of like well you know Fuck it, let's let's yeah, see what let's we got. Yeah, let's see what happens. You know, and and pushing that limit. And unfortunately, it, there was a lot on the line. You know, that's one of those times where it's like, man, we want to push our limits and we want to see what we're capable of. But unfortunately, the risk much of failure, savage, maybe too much gentlemen. savage. Yeah, yeah. And that's been that is one of the more kind of delicate balancing acts in the concept of this whole savage gentleman deal is is knowing yourself well enough to check yourself. And that is what I've learned since my more so than anything since my daughter has been here. Like, yeah, it's it's that's actually been a profound change that I've noticed. I mean, it was like boom, all of a sudden when when Macy came along, it was like, man, big difference. Yeah, like there's a handful of things that have kind of went on and taken place and some of it was good, some of it was bad, but at the end of the day, I'm, I have far more gentleman potential than. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what it's all about, right? Where it's like, okay, we, we've lived on one side of the coin for most of our lives, right? Be it savage or gentleman. And we get to a point where we're like, Hey man, I'm missing out. There's something, there's, there's an element here that's missing. Right. And we, Mm -hmm. I think we have to take that look in the mirror and recognize when that is and then see okay what is that that's missing for you is the gentleman's side and it took the you know your your daughter to kind of reveal that um for others it may be the opposite way and and that is one of those things that you will never really understand until you put yourself in that room full of killers whether whether it's college Mm -hmm. whether it's you know the corporate world in that you're not the smartest person in the room you just have an idea i mean there's so many ways to be surrounded by killers it's not just literally you know yeah it doesn't have to be operators and pipe hitters or you know yeah you know prize fighters (laughs) or whatever i mean we're talking about killers we're talking about guys that are absolute at the top of their game in whatever field yes but those are the people that you want to try and surround yourself with because it gives you something to strive for. I mean, if ever you look around and you are the best and the brightest amongst your peers, well, it, it may be time to move on. My, S- seek it, out another group, man. You're the biggest fish in the pond. The comfort zone is is a scary place. And that's it's where I'm coming out of personally. Because, I mean, fighting, 
fighting was one of those things and it was kind of an uncomfortable adjustment period to to kind of come to terms with that okay you're not fighting anymore now now you're a dad Mm -hmm. this is way different your dad fatherhood is going to test you in ways that feel emotionally as difficult and nerve-wracking as a fight and arguably more so i know i mean dude i've been i've been more wrecked over kid stuff than i was over getting my ass handed to me or whatever mishaps happen in the fight game right because mm-hmm. you know you have your ups and your downs but by far stuff with the kids has been way more taxing mentally mentally and just physically exhausting yeah I mean, I haven't slept in I don't know how long. Like, I don't I, sleep. I anymore. don't sleep. Yeah, we just don't, you yeah. just don't sleep anymore. You just, just run off of. Yeah, I just I just have periods of, <laughs> <I> <laughs> of have coffee periods and alcohol. I have rinse periods and repeat. of sobriety. That's yeah, it. just momentarily. Now, uh, I actually I don't drink every day. I, <laughs> that's another good how not to do it story, but that that would involve the. That would involve the other units. Are you going to spill some beans? Nope. No, nah, I don't want to no? spill anybody's beans. Snitches get stitches, bro. Yeah, Miss Tyler scares you know me. I know. Dude, my wife is yeah. pretty pretty intimidating. Yeah, and and Emily's no joke. Dude, you're you, you know what's weird is like we're I, I like to think that we're pretty tough guys for the most part, like by by <sighs> most people's standards. But it's like, dude, our significant others are so much scarier than we are. Like, how the does that work? Scariest and smartest woman ever. Not ever. Okay. Well, I mean, yes, ever, ever, baby. <laughs> ever. Nice. So, we'll play. Uh, you think she's watching? Yeah, you better edit that in. I'll put that in. <laughs> better just replay it a couple times. <laughs> I'll just send you that ever. clip. You can, yeah, you can. No, uh, it takes, honestly, a very savage woman to put up with the shit that we put ourselves through. Yeah. Like, it, it really does. It requires us. Spe- <laughs> Trust me, I've tested the field. This is case studies yeah 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 no well like, it yeah, takes I mean, a very specific kind of woman to to tame the beast it, as it in were a way. sure well and i mean look at look at jen Howe. you know Dude. jeremy's jeremy's lady jen's way scarier than jeremy oh yeah no and well and she's a fighter as well you know and she's like one of the one of the leaders of and 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 um uh what's the word i'm looking for what do you what do you call it? What when someone is the pioneer? That's the word. Yeah. She's yeah. one of the pioneers of women's MMA. Yep. And this is Jeremy's longtime um I mean wife, wife basically. Uh and dude, she is just an absolute boss. She's a boss in the boardroom. She's a boss. Just all yeah. Like like I said, it takes a very special set of takes a very special set of skills. <laughs> Particular set of skills. So what, what does that have to do with drinking like a gentleman? You're so off topic. We were talking about how (laughs) we, well, first we started talking about how Miss Tyler scares me. That's how we went down the rabbit hole because you don't drink every day. I don't, I don't, but you drink every day. That's not true. (laughs) Every day. Um, so man, I don't even know how we got there. That's how we got there. (laughs) This is your fault. This is your fault. You're so ADD. I all know. the time dude and i don't even take my medicine anymore <laughs> okay great well that explains a lot actually so oh, um, you have no idea we oh my gosh so chemical rabbit hole bro drinking like a gentleman what does that mean to you because i think we should, me, we should touch on that we should touch on that a little bit i think all right 
for myself. That is the title of the podcast. I think it is one. You know how to drink for yourself. You know what? All right. Do you go to the bar? Do you order a whiskey neat? Do you order a whiskey on the rocks? Mm. Do you order just a beer? What, the, knowing your drink, knowing your drink for different settings is also another key component. Ooh, okay. Now, now we're now let's yeah let's let's get into that a little bit. Okay, so situation it, it's depending on the situation, right? Mm-hmm. So we're at a wedding. What are you drinking? We're at a wedding. Glass of wine. Glass of wine. Classy. I like Easy. that. Okay. Okay. So we're watching we're watching the fights. Beer. Beer. Interesting. Now, why? Why? Why do you say that? Why do you make the distinction? Because beer does not. Beer does not get me to that level where I feel rowdy and like doing something. Like wine does. Wine. <laughs> wine. Wine. Oh man, you get some of that Merlot in him. He gets fired up. <laughs> that Pinot Noir. Woo. No. Uh. Again. Uh, yeah, because whiskey. You whiskey. You get a little. Oh yeah. You get a little saucy. Yeah. And whiskey is kind of like you and me. We'll drink whiskey. We'll get together. And part of the, I guess, gentleman side of drinking is understanding the setting and the tone you are going for as a person. Uh, Our whiskeys we have on Christmas Eve. Not a big deal. And. Well, it's mellow, right? I mean, yeah. you can you can have one of those like really nice. I mean, there's a difference between drinking a bottle and drinking, or rather, drinking all the Jameson <laughs> yeah. out of a bar. Exactly. Like that's a whole different tone of of evening versus like, hey man, it's Christmas Eve. We're gonna have some nice scotch and just yeah. kind of chill out by the fire and you know and watch the kids play. And watch the kids play, right? Just nice and relaxing, and nice then, and chill. I mean, something as something opposed to party liquor. Yeah, party liquor, fucking Jack Daniels. All the garbage liquors. I don't drink uh, Jaeger anymore. Dude. Dude, I get people pregnant. Really? I swear to God, I hate it. Nice. I, I can no longer do Jaeger as well because Cause you got, um, cause I got pregnant. I got I, myself well. pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, actually, for for my – people are going to think I'm an alcoholic. But you don't drink every day. But I, no, I, <laughs> um, I really actually don't drink that much, believe it or not. But – um, in college, I did drink quite a bit, and I, for my 19th birthday, I did 21 shots of Jaeger, and it's like, dude, I can't even smell it. Now we all have that. We all have that one drink, right? I think everyone has that one. Sometimes you have it? several, like me. Oh, you've got you've got a list. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so what are the list. what are the absolute no fly zones? No fly zone, gin. I'll fight somebody. No, yeah, no gin at all. Nope, don't do gin. Okay. Bacardi 151, don't do. Uh, Jaeger, don't do. And this is kind of a part of that gentleman aspect of understanding you have certain personalities mm-hmm. that come out that's, depending on the liquor you're that's drinking. That's super interesting. Like, I've never experienced that, but I do know people that swear by it, right? Like, like my grandfather... If he drank clear liquor, supposedly, I never saw this because he wouldn't do it, but apparently he got like really aggressive if he would if he drank vodka. So he only drank dark liquors. Hmm. I, and, and it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard a lot of people. I'd be curious to see if anybody watching, in, if they've experienced different moods, you know, based off of different drinks. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone ever gets in the fight when they're drinking wine. I mean, when's the last time you went to a wine tasting where people were just throwing down? <laughs> well, I mean, 
I wouldn't rule it out. But I mean, anything's possible, but generally it doesn't yeah. happen. But you and know, again, if, it's a setting and understanding yourself and your environment, and that it also the the kind of company you will be around. You don't want to be drinking wine if you were hanging out with you and me in a bar setting. Why not? You just think about it. Who's drank wine while we're drinking whiskey? That's a good point. You know, you know, you know who I bet would drink wine with us. Sean, (laughs) he doesn't. No, no, Matt Bass would. Matt Bass would do it out of spite. He would do it just to show how much better he is than us. Matt Bass is that guy. He would be that guy. Not only is he (laughs) big and buff, musically inclined, he's also capable of spite. I know. What a dick. But you're listening out there, Matt Bess. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. That's not very nice to say. Matt Best pussy makes me whistle. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to edit that out. I don't know if we can keep that. Okay. Well, well, we'll, we'll, I, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. These people watching live will get it anyway. So, I mean, that's a that's a really insightful way circling back to the idea of like, again, but it, but it really, I think part of being a man, if we're going to make this a broad stroke, right? Um is is knowing your limits in general whether it comes to drinking whether it comes to fighting whether it comes to your 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 handiness right knowing when you know what man (laughs) this home project is beyond my scope i need to call in an actual plumber because i've got pipes and elbows and you know a foot of water standing because i don't know what the hell i'm doing and having the 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 ability the humility i guess to admit when you're when you're in over your head, and I think too many times our stubbornness gets in the way. We're like, no, dude, I I can handle this, and it's like, dude, there's no, you don't get a penalty for raising your hand and saying, I need a hand, I need some help. And that's kind of again one of those delicate balancing acts because mm-hmm. it's like, are you just being a bitch because you don't want to do it, right? Or am I just really incapable? I feel that way with cars a mm-hmm. lot of the time i mean you've you've seen me i've I, i'll before before i will ask anybody for help i'll try to affect the situation mm-hmm. myself and that comes and sometimes it'll make it worse sometimes <laughs> it'll make it better but that that's a part of you know the gentleman savage way i guess yeah well it's, it's that balance right and 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 I, and I think we need to whenever we can try and and rely be self-reliant in everything we do i think that's a staple of you know being just a decent worthwhile human being where you don't just every time something gets hard give up and and ask for help right but at the same time you when when things are beyond your ability you have you can you can ask for help and it's a weird dichotomy right it is the dichotomy of being a savage and a gentleman Mm -hmm. thus is the you know that is the conundrum that we live in as as humans right where we have this this constant tension and back and forth right and the trick the key is figuring out where that line is and when to employ one versus the other and that you know man i i i wish i had an answer for that the very few fun stories start with yo i was so sober this one time (laughs) i mean that's that's a valid point that's I've about broken what? up drug deals, killed kittens. Being sober? <laughs> no. Yeah, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen when you're sober. You broke up a drug deal? 
Oh, dude, I got be- <laughs> I got flung around by Salt Lake City Police Department one time for accidentally, drunkenly, very, very drunkenly messing up a high-level drug deal oh, on accident. Oh, you blew someone's cover? I didn't blow someone's cover, but <laughs> Salt Lake City Police Department was not enthused. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I'm assuming you can't elaborate on that, can you? Mm, Probably can't get into not, details. Not, not at this time. Okay. No, we'll save we'll that. leave that one for later. Okay, we'll let it settle. It's too soon. Yeah. I mean, that was last week, so yeah. we should – Probably, but you should probably lay low for a while because yeah. you're here. Here, you're wanted for an investigation. <laughs> Here's your subpoena. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I have something for yeah. you. Here's your papers. You just got served. Um. Oh my gosh. So yeah, you were. I was surprised, you know, because I was curious. Obviously, you're more on the savage side, and I was like, man, if we have Demarcus on the drinking like a gentleman, man, how's that going to work? But but because you've gone so far in the one direction. And have spent so many years drinking like a savage. <laughs> now you can swing back the other way and you know what it means to drink like we a gentleman. We can call it what it was. It, it was like borderline alcoholism. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And that's the other thing, obviously, is understanding when to say when. Yeah. Not even from a I'm too drunk standpoint, but maybe giving yourself. Maybe you're that guy. You like to have a drink to decompress and mm-hmm. it's turned into i know for myself it was all right i'm gonna for a while beer was my thing yeah and it was like okay i'm gonna have a beer just to decompress okay sure. i'll have a six pack mm-hmm. dude i got up to the point where i was killing like an 18 pack in a sitting by myself and just not really fun to be around Ugh. and dude that's like a job man it's it for I mean, real that- turns into a really slippery scary slope and obviously there were other issues at hand that were it was almost in like a Mm self-medicating way but you have to be observant enough of yourself to understand that hey okay this 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 has gone too far i've done too much and, and and some people it is a slippery slope right and one day you wake up and you you know what started off as a relatively benign practice and not a big deal six months later is like, Hey dude, you know what I mean? And hopefully you've got people around you. And if you don't, you, you do that self-diagnosis like, Holy shit, man. Like I'm going through a bottle of, of whiskey a week or, you know, every couple of days, like that's, you know, that yeah. that's an issue. And, and that's something that sometimes, you know, a lot of people don't ever, get out of you know there's a point of of almost no return right there's that event horizon where you just get sucked into that black hole with myself i knew i was i don't know if i i don't know if i'm an alcoholic alcoholic i know alcoholism runs in my family Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a fire that anybody's playing with that drinks regardless yep but then it's kind of amplified by you know whatever that native american gene gene is is. Uh uh-huh so I I found myself I went through a whole handle of rum in a day and a half and I just wasn't in a like I wasn't training mm-hmm. I wasn't I all the things that made me happy no longer made me happy and I was in kind of a dark and scary place for yeah. for a while and kind of I wasn't there by myself Emily had my back mm-hmm. and 
she helped me. Like I said, it takes a very strong person, whether you have a partner, a girlfriend, a wife, a husband, Mm -hmm. it takes a strong person to deal with savage people. Yeah. Well, because there is, I mean, there is, and, and, and we can talk about fighting, we can talk about a lot of things, right, where there's this very lofty perception of what it means to do these things, right? But but it comes at a cost. And, and, and I've seen it, everyone that I know that is really successful and does a lot of amazing things, they also have this other side that, that very few people see, right? That, you know, to, to reach those limits and reach those highs, you also tend to have incredibly low lows, right? And it takes the right kind of person to be there through both. Um, and it's good. It's, 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 it's amazing when we find those. What are you going to – This is the laugh. most uncohesive podcast we've – I. We should. This we should just be called. We're just, just called. This is ADD. As this fuck. is yeah. awesome. This is this is Demarcus ADD My at bad. its best. It's I fine. Didn't, I didn't mean no. to bring it down. But I'm not mad about there's it. No, so no, many... no, there's no. This is a great topic to talk about because I think it's something that people deal with, man. And and honestly, and I knew this going into it. It was almost this is why nothing was written down because I knew for this podcast you were like, hey, what do you have any notes for what we're going to talk about? And it's like, and, nope, I'm just going to spin you up and let you go, man. Well, and that's kind of what. Like I'm, ex- I was excited for Sean to be here. Sean was supposed to be here, but for other reasons, he could not. Because he's too cool for us. Well, I mean, if I had a million dollars, I'd be too cool. He is for a millionaire. Everybody. That's true. He is the PFL. Not really. I'd, I'd, I'd be like, I'd, you'd I'd, spend it all on something stupid. You you'd buy. You, you don't buy, even know me anymore. Yeah, you know what you do? I'd buy you'd, a million dollar car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd uh, still pull you over. <laughs> Team Ramrod, say it. (laughs) Uh, Uh, That's what I wanted to talk, honestly, with Sean about, since he obviously doesn't drink. mm -hmm. But in his fight career, his peaks, his valleys, I I wanted to know how he dealt with that post-fight hangover depression. Mm. Like, I I know you've had it. Mm -hmm. I, I... talk to you through some of it yeah i mean you've 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 probably seen me at some of my worst times and you know the the nice part is you've been there to kind of give that tough love where it's like hey man fucking get your shit together you know but it but in the right way right and like yeah. not in a demeaning way but you, you got to have those people that know how to facilitate what you need, right? Because if it had just been like, hey, buddy, everything's good. And, I mean, like, sometimes you don't need that. You need that big brother. You got to know how people respond. Like, mm-hmm. people I know expect a certain amount of opposition with me, whether it's in a good way, mm-hmm. whether I'm coaching, whether, like, I am very confrontational. confrontational. As far as just like, hey, if that's not working, do something fucking else. Yeah. And other people don't respond well to that. Mm-hmm. Other people want to be coddled, and the, I'm not your guy for that. No, you got to find somebody else for that. And it's it's kind of it's a tricky balance. Yeah. Because no. I mean that that was part of the reason why. <laughs> I got I got sent to Exile Island for a while was right. just because I was an asshole and well, but you live and you learn right and again yep. that kind of that kind of comes back from learning from our experiences and I think that circles back to the 
the the the biggest issue that we're talking about here is that I, I think really the, to the summation of what we've been going over is is an idea or some measure of self awareness. Right? Yeah, self awareness in in all aspects, whether it's going out for a night of drinking, whether that's in just every everyday life of like periodically kind of taking a, a diagnostic check of where we're at. And, uh, you know, the way you put it is like, look, man, if you don't like where things are, then change something, you know, and I think sometimes we, we get so overwhelmed that we forget that we do have the ability to enact change. It might not be huge change. Right. It might, it, you might not be able to just completely fix your life in one day. <laughs> you might not be able to get off like 90 pounds in, in two weeks. But right. I mean, maybe in six months, you might be working with something. Yeah. But I mean, small, small steps, right? Yep. Small, minuscule, you know, however minute the, the improvements are, that's the way to go. And the only person that can do that is yourself. Right. And so. I mean, I think that's that is the the gentleman aspect where we talk about, you know, the savage just goes and does right. The gentleman takes a moment and and, and, and evaluates things, plans, you know, strategizes a little bit. Conversely, and then if you spend too much time there, nothing ever gets done. So you got to bounce mm -hmm. back and forth, you know, um, Man, let's see. So we've been going for almost an hour now. That's not that's not too bad. This was not um, painful. No, it wasn't bad at all. So, man, let's. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna give let give some parting thoughts um, to you, and that'll be the podcast. And then we'll hang out and shoot the shit with the guys, um, the, the handful of people that are here. If they've got any specific questions, we'll give them the like exclusive behind the scenes stuff. So. Um, so, you know, all that to say, man, I mean, this has been an interesting conversation that we've gone through. We've been all over the place. Yeah. We've covered a lot of shit, man. Mm -hmm. Like we, we went, we went all down all the rabbit holes, like literally I, no stone was unturned. I know was left unturned. I can't fill my face. <laughs> it's, it's one scotch. Okay. And then I'm going to work out after this, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Tell me I won't. You won't. Okay. Well, there we go. Now I'm going to we'll work see. out. I will at least do seven curls. There you go. Before I go. There you go. You're doing it. That's a workout. <sighs> All right. So, I mean, parting thoughts as we as we wrap this thing up. What um, what do you have to say for yourself, Demarcus? <laughs> <laughs> well. No, what do you what do you have to say for for people that are listening? I mean, you know, you you're, for you're all a guy two of you that were listening for the only the, the three people that were here and will tune in later. Now we'll have we'll have and we get a lot of people to listen to these podcasts. Believe it or not, I believe it. At least ten on a at regular basis. 10. At least. Well, um, it'll be eleven now. I'll listen to thanks, this one. Thanks, buddy. You're you're a true friend. <laughs> no, I mean, you're a guy that's been through a lot of stuff. I mean, like I said, prior military career, UFC. Fighter, you were on the Ultimate Fighter TV show. You almost, um, almost got into a yeah, yeah, almost won that. Almost got in a fight, a non-sanctioned fight with Michael Bisbing. That was yeah, cool. that was so long ago. I know that was that was a lifetime ago. Um, you know now now a dad now working you know in the in the civilian sector in the corporate world. I mean just just doing the damn thing. You you've actually kind of lived your life on the inverse of most people yeah where they start off you're like you did all the cool shit you front-loaded all your cool shit <laughs> I, I started off with the midlife crisis and did you worked and back worked your there. way backwards 
So, uh, in the realm of drinking like a savage or a gentleman, I would just say, know your right and your left limit. Have a good backstop. Know when you've gone too far, but don't be afraid to go too far. And do so, but do so in the right circumstances. Like I know if I'm going to push my limits in literally anything, whether it be drinking, whether it be fighting, then then I'm in the environment where I can do so, right? Yep. I mean, perfect example, I went ice climbing this this week, and I've never done it before. You poof. <laughs> typical typical white people. That's such a, that's such a white person These thing to do. White Go activities. ice climbing. Go climb this fucking mountain of ice. Um, but, but I mean, I, I sure as shit had a safety rip on there. Like there's mm-hmm. no way I'm going to climb that thing without the proper, because I don't know what I'm doing. And if I mess up and if I overreach or try something that I'm not capable of, I have that, that safety net. Right. And sometimes we got to make sure if we're going to push those boundaries, you know, if I'm going to train and, and see how many rounds I can get in, I'm going to do it with guys that aren't going to actually murder me. Yeah. I'm going to do it with my teammates. I'm not going to go to a brand new gym and mm. say, all right, let's see what I got. I'm not going to do any rounds with Sean. No, and zero rounds with Sean because he will break your brain box. Yeah. It's so stupid. I know. It's dumb. <laughs> Screw that guy. He's such a jerk. And all his CTE he gave me, I'm suing him. We should. We should. Yeah. I got a, a solid idea. case. I know, I know. We could definitely do that. So, Sean, we're Sean, coming for you. You better, you better lawyer up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, for the podcast, for the actual audio portion, I think that's about all we have. We'll stick around on the live here in Facebook and chat with with a few folks and answer your questions. Um, Demarcus, man, appreciate it. Always a good time. We'll actually get some whiskey in you next go around. Um, we'll have you back on you pretty call soon. Me out like that, I'm going to Disneyland, bro. Yeah, you, doing gentleman stuff. Yeah, dad no, stuff. No Hashtag drinks. dad life. Yeah, dad life. Dad bod. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.